Hey everybody, welcome back to another week of Faith Over Fear. I hope you guys had a good week last week. I know last week's episode was really long. I'm going to be honest with you guys, it didn't feel like 30 minutes when I was doing it, so I apologize. Um, however, I do think it's important to stay informed on what's going on in politics. And you know, since I've recorded that episode, there's been a lot of other information that's come out. A lot of things have changed, and so um, I'm going to periodically do one like that just to kind of help you guys stay informed on what's going on in the country, politically speaking. This week, um, we're going to go in a different direction. I am actually going to do my best to keep this episode short this week. Um, it is Labor Day weekend, so I hope that you guys get to take some time off from work and enjoy maybe some cookouts, some swimming, um, just time with your friends and family. Um, before I get started, you guys are probably noticing, and I don't do this very often, but I'm wearing my North Carolina Tar Heel shirt. Now, for most of you looking, I know I've talked about this before, ignore the Nike check on my chest. I no longer buy Nike. I've not bought Nike in a long time. I've had this shirt for years and years and years and years. So that being said, I'm also not one of these crazy people who are burning everything that I had. It costs money, and I'm not just going to throw it away because it costs my money or it costs me my money. So, yes, I'm wearing my Tar Heel shirt. They won their weekend opener against South Carolina. So we have proven at least for this year we're the better of the Carolinas. We are we are Carolina when you talk about Carolina football. Or Carolina in general when it comes to football. So go Tar Heels. Football season is upon us. So I hope you guys, I hope that your teams did well. I hope you guys are enjoying it. So getting in this week, um, we're going to get into a serious topic. Um, it's a topic that I've, I've, I've wanted to talk about it um, for a few months now. I just felt like now is a good time to talk about it. Um, <clears throat> it's Like I said, it's going to be a little bit of a harder topic. I'm going to express some things that I've struggled with. Um, and I hope that this guy, this just encourages you. So this week, we were talking about addiction. Um, and addiction can look a, a lot different for a lot di- of a lot of different people. Excuse me. It could be drugs. It could be alcohol. It could be pornography. It could be, um, it could be sports. It could be shopping. It could be, um, I mean, it could be a number of things. I mean, you could be addicted to just about anything. You, know, you could be addicted to eating food. You could be, I mean, there's so many things um, that you could be addicted to. And, you know, the thing is, is like, I don't know what it's like to be addicted to like, let's say drugs or alcohol. I've never had that issue, but I've got friends and I've got family members who have struggled with that. You know, I don't, like I said, I've never struggled with drugs, but I know people who have struggled with that in their lives. And so like, I try to approach people the best I can without necessarily having the full understanding. But here's what I do have understanding of is that I have, I've had addictions in my own life that I've had to, um, that I've had to address and I had to fix and I had to correct. And so, um, before we get, you know, down into addiction, what kind of addiction looks like and all this, I just kind of wanted to read a couple verses, um, real quick for you. So first Corinthians 10, 13 through 14, it says, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. Therefore, my dear friends, flee from idolatry. You've also got 1 John 2.16. It says, For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. And then 1 Corinthians 15.33 says, Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. And then the last one I'm going to read here is James 4.7. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And so... I just, I'm going to be honest with you. There's a lot of times when I talk about these topics that I'll just do a Google. Hey, um, give me some scripture on 
um, addiction. Give me some scripture on parenting. Give me some, and I just like to, you know, kind of dive into it. I know, you know, I know what the Bible says. I know a lot of what the Word says. I think that's why it's important to get into the Word, and that's why I've been talking about it so much these last couple of weeks is getting in the Word, and I know what it says, but I like honing in on the specific verses, and I'm not the best at remembering which verses and where it was, and so I like to kind of go through that, and the one that, you know, obviously the first one, which is the one that I knew, is talking about how you'll never be tempted beyond what you can handle, but when you are tempted, God will give you a way out. And so that's what I want to talk about today. That's kind of what I want to focus on. And again, I'm going to try to keep this episode short. I know that addiction is a kind of a hot topic. Um, And so God always gives his way out, right? So I'm going to give you a little bit of background for me. And uh, I am going to open up to you guys. I'm going to to get real with you guys. I'm I'm just going to be honest. What I fought in my own life, um, my wife is sitting here with me right now. She's, you know, she's my beautiful producer that makes the show look good sound good she does all the good you know graphics and everything and so she's behind the camera she's watching me and and she you know she knows what we're about to talk about so getting into it for me personally it was pornography and um and lust and that's that's something that I struggled with um for a couple years you know early on in our marriage and before I got married and you know our cell phones and everything had just having it readily available right there in front of you. That was always what I struggled with. And I was embarrassed of it, you know, being a Christian and being someone that felt called into the ministry. I never wanted to talk about it with anybody. I wanted to try to beat it on my own. And, and I thought I could, but that scripture doesn't say that you will beat it on your own. It says that God will never allow you to be tempted beyond what you can handle. And he'll also, also give you a way out. And so, you know, early on, you know, for me, my way out was just coming clean to my wife, you know, and I think that what I'm, you know, the main thing I want people to get out of what we're talking about today in addiction is to me, there's two steps and I, it's pretty much one step, you know, but, and I'm gonna break that down what I mean by that. But for me, it was confessing it to my wife. I just told her, I was like, look, I I can't, I can't break this. I can't, for some reason, this is just, it's got a hold on me. And it's not because I didn't love my wife. It's not because I didn't find my wife attractive. It had nothing to do with that. It was just the flesh, the sexual desires of the flesh. And I was wrestling with it and I struggled with it for a long time and until I told my wife and she was able to intercede for me. She began to pray for me. She began to hold me accountable. And so what I want to encourage you guys with when it comes to addiction is, is number one, you're not alone. You're not alone. You are probably surrounded by people who know exactly what you're going through. And you're probably surrounded by a lot of people who maybe don't know exactly what addiction you're going through, but they know what it's like to fight an addiction. I know how crippling it can be. I know how it can just grab hold of you and it just feels like there's no way out. I get that. But there is a way out. It's God. And why I said it's kind of one and two, because for me, I feel like obviously everyone's going to say the first step that you should do is committed to the Father. And I agree with that. I, I believe in that wholeheartedly. But for me, what I truly believe is that you need to get it off your chest. You need to get it out in the open to somebody. And to me, that is part of committing it to God. What did scripture just say? It says that he will provide a way out. Well, let me tell you something. Finding that friend, that that family member, your spouse who can hold you accountable, that's your way out. That is your way out. Now you have someone to hold you accountable for the things that you're dealing with. And it's not, it's not a, here's the thing. It's not shame on you. 
And I want everyone to hear that. It is not shame on you. It is not something that you should be embarrassed of. It's not. Your addiction might look like something different than, than someone that you know or your friend or family. It might look different, but guess what? Addiction is addiction. But what I know is God will provide a way out. He'll never tempt you beyond what you can handle. And so after you commit it to somebody and after you get it off your chest, that's when you dive into the word. And that's when you pray like you've never prayed before. And that's when you ask the Holy Spirit to come in and transform your heart, transform your mind. And you'll be a new creation. These desires, they're not going to, I don't know that they're ever going to go away, but they become to to just kind of get pushed aside. And I'm going to be honest with you guys, when, when I started reading scripture every morning and starting my day off with the word, like I said, you know, like we said a couple months ago, or I guess it's been two months now, a lot of these, you know, things that I dealt with, they were, they kind of went away. I didn't struggle with them that much. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. And I had to talk with my wife this weekend about this is last week work got really busy. I was really tired. We had a lot of baseball. We had just a lot of stuff going on. And, and I don't think I got up and read. I don't think I'd spent time with God one time first thing in the morning, like I had for the past two months. And last week was the hardest week I've had in fighting my fleshly desires. Now I wasn't you know, don't get me wrong. I was not looking at porn. I wasn't doing anything like that. It was just, you know, scrolling through Facebook or scrolling through Instagram or scrolling through TikTok and, you know, something pops up and you just catch yourself watching it for a couple of seconds and you're like, wait, 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 you know, and, and I try to swipe it away, but it's, it's things like that, that I started struggling with it a little bit more. But when I'm in the word and I'm in constant communication with my wife, when stuff like that pops up, I just close it, close it. I don't want to see it. The desire is gone. I don't even, I don't want to see it. It's gone. And it's gone because I gave my attention to the Father. I've given my heart and my life over to the Father. And so that's what I ask. God, give me a way out. I don't want to be stuck in this life. I don't want or this lifestyle, excuse me. I don't want to be stuck in these addictions because these addictions will pull you away from God. They'll pull you away from your family and they can destroy everything in your life. And so what I want to to encourage everyone with is if you're struggling with an addiction before you let it ruin you ask for help find somebody and ask for help and don't be ashamed of it we all go through it we all go through it and so I want to encourage you guys with addiction this week whether or not it's alcohol or pornography or drugs or food or um, shopping spending money TV shows movies Whatever it may be, I want to encourage you guys with this. It's Matthew 6, verses 9 through 13. Everyone knows it. It's the Lord's Prayer. And so this is what I want to encourage you guys with, because this has been extremely helpful to me. Every morning I start with this prayer, and when I feel the enemy starting to attack me, and I feel the enemy kind of rising up, this is the prayer that I say. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us of our debts as we also forgive our debtors. And here's the most important part when you're talking about addiction. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver me from the evil one. That's the things that I pray that help me get through these addictions. And let me tell you something else. Another thing that I want to encourage you guys with, and this is what I hope that you guys get from this week, is that Every, I'm not going to say everybody. I don't know for a fact everybody, but 
Everyone struggles with something. It might not necessarily be an addiction, but most people struggle with something. I'll never forget talking to a buddy of mine, and we were talking about these things, and I told him the things that I struggled with early in my life, and he just kind of looked surprised. He didn't know, and I'm like, you know, and I, and I kind of feel like I get this a lot, and I've talked to my twin brother about this who's a pastor, is, you know, you look at your pastors or your worship leaders or, like, me doing a faith-filled podcast or, you know, whatever it may be, people are like, oh, well, they got their stuff together, and they don't struggle with nothing. They're, they're just walking out the Lord's path, man, and they're, they're taking the narrow path, and, man, they just got it together. Let me tell you something. <laughs> That's not true. It's not that we always have our stuff together, okay? It's not that we don't have our own struggles. It's not that we don't face temptations and trials in life. I would argue sometimes I feel like it's the exact opposite. I feel like when you give over, and, and, and I'm not telling you this to scare you, it's more maybe you know, just a forewarning is I feel like the closer you draw to God, the harder the enemy's going to attack. So it's not like just because you know all of a sudden you started committing your life to the Lord and you got into all these things and all of a sudden the attacks stopped. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is is how you handle the attacks begin to change. The Word says, hide the Word in your heart so that I may not sin against you. So what happens is, is the attacks might ramp up. They might be a little bit harder. But you've now equipped yourself with the armor of God to fight it. And that's the way out. And so what I want to encourage you guys with is, listen, nobody's perfect. Everybody's got the stuff that they they struggle with. Even me, even pastors, anybody. You know, I don't want people to get this perception that just because you live a life in ministries that you don't struggle with anything. And if anyone tells you that, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, they're lying. I'm telling you right now, they are lying. If anyone in the ministry says they got their stuff together and they don't struggle with nothing, I don't know that I'd even listen to them. I'd stay, I would say, honest to God, stay far away from them. Everybody struggles with something. It might not be addiction, but we all have our we all have our issues. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Everybody struggles with something. The thing that I want you guys to get out of the podcast this week is do not be ashamed of it. Because if you're ashamed of it, then you're going to keep it to yourself and it's going to ruin you. Don't allow it to ruin you. Find somebody. Allow them to hold you accountable and pray for you. And guys, get into the word. Get into the word. If you know what the word says and you hide it in your heart and you ask for the Holy Spirit to guide you, then these temptations begin, become easier to handle. You can begin to navigate life a little bit easier knowing that he's walking before you. So, like I said, guys, I'm going to try, I, I try to keep it short this week. I have, no, I have no idea how long I went this week, but I think I kept it short. The main thing I just want you guys to know is you're not alone. You are not alone in your addiction. You are not alone in your struggles. Ask for help. And listen, if you want me to pray for you, email me at tyler.faithorfear at gmail.com. I would love to pray for you. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I can be the accountability partner for everybody, but what I can do is add you to my prayer board, and I can pray for you. And I know that there's people all over the world listening to this podcast, and so if there's ever been an episode that you've ever shared with anybody, please let it be this one. This is the one that I think can hit home with almost anybody, believe it or not. I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. As usual, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also watch each episode on YouTube and Rumble. Guys, remember, we're in this together. This is a community. This is not about Tyler Campbell. This is about furthering the kingdom so that we can all be better husbands, better wives, better dads, better moms, better children of God. Amen. I love you guys. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week. 
Hey guys, if you liked this week's podcast, you could do us a huge favor by writing a review. This really helps push it out to more people and helps grow the audience and helps grow the podcast. And it, again, will help further the kingdom. Thank you guys.